Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Spirited Life Podcast, where we talk all things spirituality, we bring the woo-woo back down to earth, and we talk mindset and self-love, which is exactly what today's episode is all about. Today, I want to talk to you about how self-love is not exactly the same thing as self-acceptance and self-appreciation. When we start going down this, quote, spiritual journey, if you will. One of the first things we learn is that without self-love, you really don't have much. Because if you don't love yourself, it's really hard to have boundaries with other people. If you don't love yourself, it's really hard to be kind to yourself and stop the negative self-talk and the ego talk and live from the perspective of your higher self. Now, I'm not going to say that I'm perfect at self-love. I don't think anyone is. We're here to learn. We're here to grow. And just like meditation is a practice and yoga is a practice that you you continue and you learn and you have good days and you have bad days, so is the journey and the practice of self-love. Self-love, though, is different from self-acceptance, though they do go hand in hand. I really learned about self-love and self-acceptance when I had a massive breakthrough at the beginning of my journey. And it's really, it's a story that makes me really sad, but also it's really beautiful because it taught me so much. It revealed so much to me about where I was, where I wanted to go, how I viewed myself. And so When I started my journey with self-love and even my journey to develop my intuition, as you hear me say almost all the time, it was really just with the intention to become a happier person. It was never really with the intention to open up my intuitive gifts, though I thought that they were there. But like my best friend said, she's like, this is nothing to play around with. Like, you need to know what you're doing, but I think you need to be happier before you try to, you know, dive into something that you know nothing about, right? And because back then I was very fearful of my intuition. I was very fearful of spirit because I didn't know how beautiful it could be. I also didn't know I was very fearful of myself and being myself. So I watched The Secret one day as I had been directed to do by my friend and um, by another medium that I had actually talked to in the past. And I remember watching The Secret and being like, this is so dumb. Like, this is, these people like believe in magic and this is not real. And, you know, I remember my husband coming in and like kind of laughing at me or whatever. But I remember thinking, what is it going to hurt? What is it going to hurt me to fully just dive in and dedicate myself to this for, I think it was like 30 days, or I said like a couple weeks or something. What is it going to hurt? It's not going to hurt anything. It's not going to cost me a dime. It's not, it's not a big deal. Like, I'll just give it a try. I don't have to tell anyone what I'm doing. I didn't know it was going to crack me open and completely realign my world and completely awaken me the way that it did. But I'm so happy that it did. And so I, you guys, when I go in on something, if I'm really dedicated to it and I'm trying to prove myself something or I'm trying to prove somebody else something, 
I will go all in. And so that's what I did, though I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, okay, let me look up this person, Louise Hay. Let me listen to what she has to say and her affirmations and try to make some of my own affirmations. Let me try to start meditating, which then I honestly just thought that meditating was sitting and closing your eyes and, you know, letting stuff happen. So I did, and I went all in, and I fully dedicated myself to this. And I really don't remember my timeline, but it was something like a couple weeks or 30 days. And so every day on my drive to work, I started saying affirmations. Every day when I came home, on my drive home, I was saying affirmations. At the time, I was um, breastfeeding my son. So during my break my, to pump during my work day, I would use that time to kind of just close my eyes and listen to a meditation. And I don't think that I was really doing the meditations the way that I would do today, but I was listening and the intention was there, right? And I was creating that space. I was creating space for what needed to come to the surface to come to the surface. And I was creating space for the true me to kind of shine through. But at that point, I had no idea that I didn't know who the true me was. At that point, I didn't know that I dressed the way that I did because that's what everybody else did. I didn't know that I said or carried myself the way that I did because that was expected of me. I didn't know. I thought I was just living my life. I also didn't know that, you know, it wasn't normal to constantly get random bills in the mail or to constantly have expenses come up or to constantly have these weird money things happen. I thought that was just life. And so I remember, like, I just made this my thing every single day. It was like affirmations all day long, meditation whenever I could. And those meditations weren't anything special. You know, it would be like five or 10 minutes here or there once or twice a day. And I need to clear something up because I fully believe in in, um, affirmations. Affirmations are entirely supportive. They are great tools to help you embody. There are great tools to help you reframe your mindset. There are great tools to help you start to you know, like carve new neural pathways in the brain with repetition, with consistency, with dedication, okay? But affirmations alone aren't going to change your life. Affirmations alone aren't going to do much, especially if you don't believe them. And most of the time when we start saying our affirmations, we don't believe them and it feels weird and it feels uncomfortable. But the reason that we continue to say them and we have that consistency and that dedication and one trick that I love to do is allow them to be, sub, you know, program the subconscious mind. And the, a great way to do that is to listen to affirmations while you sleep. And so I was doing that every night. And so when we allow them to be subconsciously programmed, when we get out of our own way, we what we listen to as we're falling asleep or what we experience right before we go to sleep, which is why we shouldn't watch the news or anything like that, we take into sleep with us. That's why it's really important to set intentions, you know, say what you're grateful for, say your prayers right before you go to sleep. You take that with you. That's how you end your day. And so with repetition, these become the thoughts that you think. 
these become your automatic responses when something goes wrong is I am well, everything is okay, I am safe. This becomes how you be, this becomes how you live, this becomes how you exist, but it's through the repetition. So you don't start the affirmations necessarily believing them or having them feel comfortable, but the more that you say it, the more that you do them, that is when they start to become true for you and they start to feel real and they start to feel you know, like now I'm telling myself the truth, how it always should have been. Because we don't have these negative thoughts about ourselves or other people or the world until somebody gives us that idea, until somebody puts that in our mind. And then something within us makes us take it on and makes us believe it and makes it accept us accept it. So everything, if you think about it, every thought, every interaction is an affirmation. What do you choose? Do you choose the positive affirmations or do you choose the negative, right? And so it is a big, you know, learning curve. It is a full-time job at first to do this work. So as I started, you know, just like saying these affirmations, they were super uncomfortable and I did not believe them. And I was like, this is dumb, this is stupid, but I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna say it anyways. And within, I would say like a month or a couple of months, that became my favorite time of day. And honestly, that's the one part I miss about being in an office is having that commute to work where it was just quiet and it was just me. And I was saying those affirmations every single day. It lit me up and probably made me look like a lunatic to the cars next to me because I would laugh. I would be smiling. Like it just felt so good. But it took me a while to get there. It wasn't natural for me at first, which was my big clue. Number one, that I didn't love myself. I was never taught to love myself. Most of us aren't. I hope that, you know, this generation is teaching our kids now, I know I am, to love themselves, to be bold, to be brave, to accept themselves, to stand up for themselves, to honor themselves and other people, right? And to have their own personal boundaries while still being respectful to other people. I wasn't taught that. I was taught, like, it doesn't matter if that person makes you uncomfortable, go give them a hug. It doesn't matter what this person said. This person is, you know, like, your elder. You need to respect them. Like, you know, it just, I was taught that doing something for me was selfish. And that is not how we should be, right? That's not a good thing to teach our kids is that we always constantly come last because that's not the truth. But that's another conversation for another day. So as you, as I began to say these affirmations, I wanted to meditate more. And I remember, and you may have heard me talk about this before, but I remember sitting down and I didn't know what I was doing, but I was just, I felt so pulled, so, so, so pulled. And I said, you know, show me whatever needs to come up. I don't know who's there. I don't know what needs to come up, but just show me whatever needs to come up. And I had so many visions come up throughout life that adults the adult me now would think or should think I guess like oh that was you know when you were five years old that doesn't matter but it came up and I was guided to go back to that moment and I was guided to hug that little girl and I was guided to hold her and I was guided to be who she needed in that moment and I was guided to pull her back to me and put her in my heart or put her in my body. And I didn't know then, but I was doing inner child work. I was working with my inner child. I was going back. I was healing her. I was letting her, you know, be seen. I was holding her. I was nurturing her. 
and even sometimes like disciplining her, you know, like there are so many different levels of love that the younger you needs and the younger you could be from yesterday or could be from 10 years ago. And honestly, through this process, this is how I healed and I forgave so many people. This is how I released myself from the resentment that I didn't even know I had around my dad not being there for me or, you know, the the decisions that he made in his life. But I truly saw him and I saw myself entirely different because of this process. I saw that he was a kid. I saw that he was hurting. I saw that he was in pain. And I was able to forgive him from that point of view, from that higher perspective, from the spiritual perspective versus from my human perspective that was just hurt and bitter. And from that day on, I felt something leave my body. I felt forgiveness come in. I felt love all around me. I felt just something happen within me to where all of my life, my mom is a big one for holding grudges, you know, and I know a lot of people are, and, and that's okay because we're all, you know, learning. We're all where we need to be and we're learning the lessons we need to learn. But she was always one, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna forgive this person. This person doesn't need to be forgiven. This person did really shitty things or this person hurt me or, you know, like, and, and still, you know, that's her mindset. She's gotten better, I think, maybe with some of the discussions we've had. But I didn't want to be like that anymore. I didn't want to carry stuff around with me anymore. I didn't want to carry weight around anymore. And so I decided, you know, like, let's do this, spirit. Like, whatever is coming up, whatever my higher self, even though I didn't know this terminology, then whatever is being shown to me, i got to work through this. I don't know why but it's coming up and I need to look at it. And I sobbed and I ugly cried and it was like a whole thing. And I did this a few times, but it was so incredibly healing. But there were things that I had to look at that came up that didn't just involve other people, that didn't just involve parents or, you know, ex-best friends or whatever. There's a lot of stuff that came up with me. And that was way harder to forgive than forgiving other people but I still had to do the work. I still had to look at it. I still had to take myself back to those painful moments and forgive myself and say, it's the past and this isn't who you are anymore. And just do the deep work, the uncomfortable work. And so through doing this work, I was learning to love myself. I was learning to forgive myself and I was learning to accept myself because I was seeing myself from a different perspective. I was seeing why I did the things that I did that I needed to forgive, whether I was hurt or felt shameful or felt I wasn't enough or I was trying to be somebody that I wasn't. I saw myself and that girl, the different, many different versions of the girl that I have been. And I had to go back and I had to forgive her. And I had to look at where she was and the pain that she was holding on to in that moment. And that's where the self-acceptance came from, right? That's part of it. But I had to love myself to be able to accept myself. Does that make sense? Mm 
I had to love myself enough to be able to forgive other people, to forgive myself, to let go of all these weights and chains that I have been carrying for years and years and years. And there was one really defining moment for me, and this is something I mentioned in the beginning, where I didn't know that I didn't love myself, but it was a major clue when I, I tried to do mirror work. So I will, you know, a lot of teachers and I teach my students this as well is to do mirror work. The reason we stand in front of the mirror and say things like I love you and I am beautiful or whatever it is that we need is because we need to see that. We need to see who is saying that to us. We need to see our eyes staring back at us. We just like you would want your spouse to look you in the eye and say, I love you. You need to be able to do that to yourself and mean it. And so I remember like going upstairs at my old house and I was like, this is no big deal. Like, whatever. I'm just going to go say some of these silly affirmations in the mirror. And I said a few like, oh, you're beautiful. And, you know, whatever it was back then, I'm sure they're way different than what I say now. I'm confident. Like I didn't used to be a very confident person. I'm confident. Things like that. And then I tried to say, I love you. And I couldn't. And this is so sad to me. It breaks my heart. I could not say I love you. I kept looking in the mirror and I kept trying and the words would not come out. I was shaking. I was grabbing onto my countertop and I was trying to force myself to say it and I could not say it. And then I started crying, like absolutely bawling, crying because I realized in that moment that I didn't know how to love myself. I did not love myself. I had never said it to myself in like all my 20 something years. I had never said I love you to myself. I never looked in the mirror and intentionally talked myself up. And I could not say it. And so I remember like taking a deep breath and asking whoever was in the universe to support me. And then I said it. And it was the best feeling. And I remember just feeling like my heart, my chest just like cracking open and something happened. And then I started crying again because this time I was crying because it was so beautiful and because I deserved that. It was like my higher self was coming through and like sobbing, like you made it. You're finally, finally here. And so it was really, really easy for me to start accepting myself as I was loving myself because I was doing a whole lot at one time that would probably be very overwhelming for most people. But I think it was my path and I think I had to dive into it the way that I did. Um, It caused a whole awakening to where I felt very disconnected. I felt disconnected from my friends. I felt disconnected from my husband. I felt disconnected from basically everyone because I was going through a very fast and very deep awakening where I was shedding a ton of layers at one time to figure out who I was. And simultaneously, while this is happening, my intuitive gifts are opening up and they're opening up at a really, really, really fast pace. So it became a bit overwhelming, but I'm so grateful for it because it gave me the understanding of love of what it feels like to have the support and 
actually tangibly feel the love outside of you from your spirit guides and your spirit team that were, you know, they're holding me. I could feel this energy while I'm sobbing and while I'm forgiving and while I'm realizing, like, there was one very distinctive moment where I just realized, like, holy shit, I've never known who I am. I feel it now. Right now I know who I am. Right now I know what I was you know, who I was born as, right? Now I can see my heart. Like I can see I'm a lovable, likable person. I see all the damage that I've done to myself and I let that go and I forgive myself. And I just remember this like very, very clear moment where I was like, I accept myself. And that sounds so strange, especially for people who doesn't know, don't know what it's like to not be yourself. Or, you know, there are some people who are born just always being themselves. My friend said it the other day and I really appreciated it. I was like, Mandy, I just love you. And you're just always so yourself. And she said, I literally don't know how to not be myself. And I love that for her. But a lot of us aren't like that. And I just remember that moment where I was like, whoa, I accept myself. And I didn't love myself then the way that I do today, but I was on my way to it. And this is why I'm telling you self-acceptance and self-love are two different things. You can love yourself without accepting yourself, but you can't accept yourself without loving yourself. Does that make sense? You can love yourself and want to accept yourself, but you can't accept yourself without loving who you are. And so you can work on the self-love all the time and you can and you should and I highly encourage it because it will change your life. It will change how other people respond to you. It will change how the world responds to you. I know it sounds it sounds really woo-woo, but it will. And here's why. Because you start setting these energetic boundaries that people respond to. And people respond to the way that you treat yourself. You teach other people how to treat you by what you're willing to accept, by what you're willing to deal with, by what you're willing to take on. And the past you that dealt with a lot of shit doesn't mean that the you today or the you tomorrow has to deal with the same stuff. You can set your boundaries. You can break patterns anytime. Is it going to trigger some people? Yes. But they will either learn to accept your new boundaries because they love you that much or they will fall out of your life and make space for new people who love you even more to come in. But today's episode isn't about other people. It's about you. And so if you are willing to learn to love yourself, then you can also learn to accept yourself. Because once you accept yourself, the game changes. Once you accept yourself, you really don't care. Let me let me rephrase that. I think we will always care on some level about what other people think about us. But it won't matter to you anymore. You'll care. You'll think about it for a split second. And you'll be like, well, is this, is this what my true and authentic self wants? Then this is what my true and authentic self gets because I accept myself. And if this is something I desire, if this is something I want, if this is what I want to wear, if this is how I act, who cares if other people think it's strange or different? It's what fulfills me and makes me happy. And if I'm not being true to myself and if I'm not fulfilling myself and if I'm not honoring who I am, then I am disconnecting from my higher self from the love, from the source that I am. 
Okay. So you can love yourself all the time. And I get this from my clients. And yesterday was such a crazy day because it came up over and over and over again. And I did readings yesterday and I did two coaching sessions and it came up and there were the, there were major breakthroughs on two calls. And then the reading was just like, we were both in tears, but you have to, you can love yourself all day. But like my clients say, like, I love myself. I'm doing the work. I know I love myself. But for some reason, I still can't set boundaries and stick to them. For some reason, the same patterns are still showing up in my life. But I do love myself. I say it all the time. But I still can't break past these certain blocks that I have and that I've been working on for a long time. And then the question is, you, I believe you love yourself. Do you trust yourself? Do you accept yourself? to be brave enough to be who you are and know that no matter what the people who are meant for you will be there because you accept yourself. Because when you show up as your authentic self, the right people come in. You won't have to beg people to love you. You won't have to chase people. You won't have to dress or act or be a certain way for people to stay in your life. Because when you are your authentic self from the get-go, then the right people are there because they love you and you don't have to pretend and you don't have to hide. So I'll leave you with this today. There's more than just doing the work of self-love. There's doing the work of self-acceptance. And when you can do both, you will break down those blocks. When you can do both, you will stop those patterns. When you can do both, you will have your boundaries and you will hold true to them because you will know 100% that you deserve them. So. I love you. I hope you can love yourself today and accept yourself a little more. And as always, I'm here to help. I have a couple of spots open for spring coaching. I have three, six, 12-month packages open, and I also have the Rise and Shine package. The Rise and Shine package includes coaching. It includes, for those who pay in full, a bonus of a two-hour transformational session. So this is like a really, really deep dive with your spirit team, like a really, really healing type reading. And then it also includes the intuitive development course and two other courses that I have. So there is a payment plan available for that one, the six month and the 12 month, if you ask me. And there's the three month as well. So I love you. I hope you accept yourself and I hope that you gift yourself what I did, which was to fully go all in and say, I'm going to do this and say, I'm willing to see what the universe has available for me and then just be guided because your life will forever change.